Frog here, and I've got a really great story for you today. The reason it's such a fine, fantastic story is that it's all about frogs. What could be nicer? The hero's a frog, and I'm a frog, and there are bunches and bunches of other frogs, too. But now, don't get me wrong. Now, she's in the story, too. Now, this is the radiantly beautiful, delightful, blue-eyed, flaxen-haired Princess Melora. She's not a frog. But the Princess Melora lives under a terrible magical enchantment. That's why she looks so sad. But mostly you'll be hearing about frogs, because this story is just chock full of them. You can tell by the title. It's called The Frog Prince. Hello and welcome to the Bad Princess Movie Podcast. This is the podcast that seeks to catalog all of the terrible movies about princesses and princesses to be. I am Christy, and I'm here with my friend and co-host Bree. Hello. And we are kicking off April with uh, yet another Prince movie. Yay! Our now yearly April Prince month. And you have been wanting to do this particular Prince movie for a while. So we're finally yes. doing it. Yes, this was one um we kind of we kind of briefly talked about this one. It is Jim Henson's The Frog Prince, Tales from Up Land Frog Prince. Yeah. Uh, we we covered Hey Cinderella last year and I name dropped this one frequently because The Frog Prince, while I really like Hey Cinderella, The Frog Prince has a very deep special place in my heart. I, as Brie mentioned, I have been looking forward to this one so, so much. Um, life has been like a little busy and hectic. I think for for both Brie and I. Yeah, um, twenty twenty three so far has been a bit of a, a bit of a wild one for both of us. Yeah, but uh, I have been plowing through it and the podcast stuff. Because I I desperately wanted to make sure that we got to this film. We had to get here. We had to do it this year. We had to, because if we missed if we missed the April Prince month, then it would have oh. been another full fucking year before I could talk about <laughs> the Frog Prince. And that would have been agony. Oh. I'm I'm surprised you held out this long, to be honest. I, I was tempted to talk about it last year, but we we had just done Hey Cinderella, and we also I also knew that I really wanted to cover um, Freddy the Frog. Yeah, that's last fair. Year. That's fair. And, <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, after you saw that movie, I mean that one. Like this, this one I should say off the bat again. If if the intro has included you in, I fucking love this film. I would not consider this a bad movie. No. No. Nope. In the slightest. We're having another one where we've done two in a row that were actually just real good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, honestly. This is it's it's the selfish time of year, apparently. Um yep. starts with your birthday, depending on the movie we watch next for the if we uh if we do another movie. If we as <laughs> I think you I, gotta yeah. you gotta pull out a stinker for the second Prince month movie. Oh, but there's so. oh, I mean, I could. I have. I. I, have, <laughs> I, have, I suppose I could. I guess if you twist my arm, there's. <laughs> there, there is another Prince movie that 
I I would like to talk about, but it definitely falls into the. We we kind of talked about it in the uh, the the season three recap episode. I didn't name what it oh. is, but it's at it's um yeah. I haven't named this movie. It's one that's similar, kind of to Galgameth, and that is like that fantasy oh, sort yes. of film. Okay. Um, not quite the same tone as Galgameth, but I really like it, and I. I was definitely leaning towards showing you that one because it was also one I was tempted to do last year, um, but we just I just pushed it off for a different movie. I think probably yeah, Little Nemo. That was Little Nemo. Uh, just won out over it. So, I mean, but yeah, it, <laughs> <laughs> but maybe yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe we should do another Bad Prince movie. Hmm. Hmm, get those, get those thinking, uh, uh, oh my god, my analogy <laughs> fell apart as it left my mouth. I was gonna, you gotta rub those brain cells together, because apparently I can't. Yeah, okay. They're, they're um, fucking I, gone. They're, I'm gonna <laughs> rub them together so hard, I'm gonna start a fire. Oh god. Uh, but yes, I guess... I guess, dear listener, you shall see what I decide next episode, whether we are looking at <laughs> yet another good movie that I really like, or if I submit Brie to a Bad Prince movie. It, uh, it might be time, but I guess we'll find out. Yeah, I'll find out only shortly before you will. Huh. So yes, we to get into the discussion on the Frog Prince here... Um, this one is yet another Grandma's Basement movie. I saw this one uh, yes. frequently when I went over to my grandma's house. In fact, I'm pretty sure this was the one that I watched the most often at her place. Um, mm-hmm. I can see why. It's, yes, it is so fucking cute. I love this movie so, so much. Um, I don't know if you remember much of what... Hey, Cinderella was like Brie because it, it has been a full year at this point, and we all know how my brain works. But like, I do remember chunks of Hey, Cinderella, mm-hmm. um, and I think one of my first notes is, "Isn't this just the set from Hey, Cinderella?" <laughs> <laughs> I think it's. I I don't think it's the exact one. Um, I think they they, they definitely took a. It's pretty close, though. Probably, yeah. I mean, it probably has the same vibe because this is, it's another fairy tale with princes and princesses and Kermit the Frog as the the little sidekick. Well, and I remember the, like, the little pond, like the round pond in the courtyard specifically, I think is very similar to whatever they had going for Hey Cinderella. Yeah, they did have, uh, like, a well in a garden. Yeah, I guess you're right. It's kind of a similar... Yeah. I don't think it's the exact set but it's it's probably i mean it's the easiest way for them to hide a, a puppeteer or two in the little well yeah <laughs> oh no it completely makes sense mm-hmm. but like yeah and i'm i'm not saying this like it's a bad thing it's no it's no. it's charming and it makes like it ties the sort of series of the like the tales from muppet land like really cute little fairy tale things yeah together. Have a little similar sort of sets and yeah, yeah. No matter what one you're watching, a lot of the same puppets. 
Yes, yeah, they do. I think they maybe get like ever so slight upgrades because this one was uh, 1971 and Hey Cinderella was 1969, I believe. Okay. So a, a little bit of time has passed, um, but not a ton. But I, I think just in that short amount of time, they have improved their filming. They've improved the sets. Oh, yeah. It's just this immensely. One, this one is is just leagues better than Hey Cinderella, and I think as a kid, I you know I I was not like a very astute child. I I this, <laughs> this was not stuff that I looked for. Like I'm not like a well, ten no. year old. I'm not a ten year old being like ah yes the cinematography. <laughs> of the frog prince far out eclipses. <laughs> hey Cinderella. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, th- yeah. I think I just kind of had a sense like this is the better, this is the more entertaining story. This is the better one. Um, this, they've, they've, they've improved. They've got the stories better. The, the filming is better. Just, it is just a quality update. O- yeah. Overall. Overall, just a, a huge update. Um, this is also, this is the, First appearance of Robin the Frog, Kermit's uh, little nephew, yes. uh, as well as Sweetums. Oh, yeah! So that's kind of fun. It's yeah, their first appearance, and I, I think I can point to this movie as uh, the entire reason why these two—they are my favorite Muppets, Sweetums. Ah, uh, yes, Sweetums and Robin. It's just oh, oh, we know that all, makes sense. It all to nostalgia. <laughs> oh, but I love this movie so so much. I'm so excited to talk about this one. I I I enjoyed it thoroughly. It was very very cute. Yay! So so Christy, would you like to to tell the people yes about the Muppets, the Frog Prince? Yes, will do. Let us get into the summary of Tales from Muppetland, The Frog Prince. Early one summer day, all the frogs of the forest were gathered together to do what they do best, nothing. This includes Kermit the Frog, who, while saying hello to all of his friends, is surprised by a strange new frog. Kermit and the others greet the new frog, who introduces himself as Sir Robin the Brave. Brave. Sir Robin the Brave? That's kind of a weird name for a frog, isn't it, fellow? Is it? I mean, I wouldn't know. I haven't been a frog long. (laughs) How's that again? I mean, actually, I'm not a frog at all. Uh, listen, uh, there isn't much of you, but what there is seems to be all frog. Oh, I look like a frog. That's because I've been enchanted by a wicked witch. Robin explains that while he looks like a frog, he is actually a prince who was enchanted by a wicked witch. Robin explains that long ago and far away, on a cold and cheerless winter's day, he was searching for deeds to do when he chanced upon an ogre in a forest glen. Robin began battling the ogre and nearly succeeded in defeating him, but his final lunge was interrupted by the appearance of the ogre's master, a wretched witch who used her magic to transform Robin into a frog. Oh, don't look so worried, little froggy. There's still a way you can break the spell. I mean, 
you just might happen to meet a princess, and, and she just might befriend you and take you to live in a palace, and someday she just might kiss you, then you'll be a prince again. <laughs> it doesn't seem so likely, though, does it? <laughs> the witch then attempted to feed Robin to the ogre, but Robin managed to escape. Back in the present day, the other frogs laugh at Robin's story, not believing a word of it. Kermit defends Robin, though he admits that he doesn't exactly believe him either. Soon after, fanfare is heard, and to Robin's delight, we learn that a castle with a princess lies just beyond the nearby wall. The fanfare introduces King Rupert II, who makes a proclamation to the gathered crowd that he is going to retire as king and that his daughter, Princess Melora, will take over as queen at sunset that day. Kermit mentions to Robin that the beautiful, flaxen-haired Princess Melora is living under a terrible enchantment. We soon get a first-hand example of Melora's enchantment, when she and her father go for a walk in the forest near Kermit's pond. Melora has been cursed to speak whackbirds, or rather backwards, and no one, not even Melora's own father, can understand her. Say it once more, daughter. I'm hitting seer, quinking quietly, and ooking lot this pretty plower. I'm sorry, dear, it's no use. Why don't you just show me the pretty flower instead? Melora tells her father that Tant Eminella is the one that cursed her, to no avail. The king bids Melora good day, and she's left alone by the pond, where she begins playing with her golden ball. The ball accidentally rolls into the pond, and Robin springs into action. He speaks to Melora, and offers to retrieve her ball if Melora agrees to befriend him and let him live in the palace. Melora agrees, and Robin, despite not knowing how to swim, manages to retrieve the ball. Melora happily holds up her end of the bargain and hides Robin in her basket. Just before they set off to the palace, Melora is approached by her Aunt Taminella, who is the same witch who cursed Robin, now dressed in regal finery but still carrying her orb-topped cane. As we later learn, Taminella tricked King Rupert into believing she was his long-lost sister and bewitched Melora so she couldn't reveal the truth. Robin quickly explains to Kermit that Taminella is the witch, just before Melora grabs her basket and heads to the castle with Taminella. Concerned for Robin's safety, Kermit follows behind. At the castle, Taminella steps away for a moment, leaving Robin and Melora alone, with Kermit hiding nearby. Now that Robin is living at the palace, with Melora as his friend, Robin asks Melora for a kiss, explaining to her that he is actually a prince and that a kiss will break the spell. Melora doesn't seem to believe Robin, but she realizes that Robin is the only one who seems to understand her backward speech. Melora very nearly kisses Robin, but she is once again interrupted by Taminella. Taminella recognizes Robin, and when Melora is momentarily out of earshot, confirms that Robin is in fact a prince, much to Kermit's surprise. Taminella tries to capture Robin, but is interrupted by the king requesting to speak with her. With Taminella momentarily away once again, Melora confirms to Robin that Taminella is the one that placed her under a spell. If I could only bake the hall in the candle of her brain. Your pardon? To destroy Taminella's tower. To destroy Taminella's power? Bake the hall in the candle of her brain. Bake the hall in the candle of her brain? I don't understand that. Oh, kiss him carefully. Bake the hall in the... Allow me, Laura! I hope you haven't missed me. Unfortunately, this phrase is too complicated for Robin to decode before Taminella returns. 
She declares that it's time for lunch and insists that Melora brings Robin to join them to prevent Melora from giving Robin a goodbye kiss. With Kermit still observing from a distance, the royal family and Robin sit down for lunch. At lunch, the king announces that, after discussing things over, Melora will not be made queen. Instead, Taminella will take the throne. Yes, my loving sister has graciously offered to take the throne. It's a great sacrifice, but I'll try to be brave. While Melora desperately tries to explain to her father that Taminella is a weendish fitch, Taminella takes the opportunity to take Robin away, locking him in the dungeon where she keeps her ogre, who we find out is named Sweetums. Taminella departs, and Sweetums prepares to eat Robin. Thinking quickly, Robin sings Sweetums a lullaby, lulling Sweetums to sleep. Kermit arrives shortly thereafter and tricks the sleepwalking Sweetums into freeing Robin. Sweetums does so, but wakes up in the process. After a dramatic chase, Kermit and Robin manage to evade Sweetums. They escape the dungeon just as the coronation is about to start. After gathering reinforcements from the pond, Robin, Kermit, and the other frogs crash the coronation. As the frogs are wreaking havoc, Melora once again shouts, Bake the hall in the candle of her brain. That's it! It's not bake the hall in the candle of her brain, it's break the ball in the handle of her cane! Robin bites Taminella, causing her to drop and break the crystal ball in her cane. With that, Taminella's powers are destroyed. In one last show of magic, Taminella turns into a bird and flies away. She turned into a bird. Now what'd my sister want to go and do that for? You see, Father, she never was your sister. She was an evil witch. But now her power is destroyed. Daughter, I can understand you. Yes, my spell is broken. My daughter's spell is broken! With Taminella's magic destroyed, the spell on Melora is broken. Robin, however, is still a frog, as he still requires Melora's kiss. As thanks for saving her, Melora happily kisses him, and Robin returns to his true self as Sir Robin the Brave. You mean, he was really the Toad Prince all along? Yes, Melora. I really am Prince Robin the Brave. And you are the most beautiful princess in all the world. I don't understand any of this, but... It seems to be ending well, so for happily ever after, I crown my daughter Queen Melora the First. Anthems of joy. Anthems of joy we sing. Praise to our Queen we sing. And that's about the end of the story. Robin and Melora were married, of course. That was quite some time ago, but I still see them a lot. In fact, here they come now. Good afternoon, Prince Robin, Queen Melora. Good afternoon, Kermit. How's the little one? Little Prince Kermit? Just fine. Now, that's what I call a happy ending. After all, it's not every frog that has a prince named after him. I'll see ya. The end. The end. Oh this one what a cute little film it is it's just so it's just so good i love it (laughs) we we talked about this in the last episode where we covered the last unicorn but it's so hard sometimes to put into words these things (laughs) that just like 
It really, like, slot perfectly into our hearts. Yeah. It's like, how do I, how do I explain this with words and not, I wish I, like, if only I could just, like, send the emotion out into the ether and you could feel how I feel about this. Just fucking broadcast it to everybody. You just all need to know how much I love Robin. (laughs) He's very cute. He's he's so adorable. Oh, it's just <laughs> And you know, I don't know if you've ever seen this bit from The Simpsons, um, where Marge Simpson is showing off a potato and she says, I just think it's neat. Oh yeah. Oh, that's like Of course. That's, yeah. That's me and that's me and Robin. <laughs> I just see he's just this he's this he's cute. Neat. He's this cute tiny little frog. And in this film he's so brave. You know, he's like this little shrimpy thing, and yet he's still like trying to save the day. Um, yeah, and he's also he's also got like this kind of sad side to him, like when he's explaining the like the his plight and how he's been turned into a frog. It's just it's it's Jerry Nelson's wonderful vocal performance just really sells it. Like this like small <laughs> small precious little guy. Who, like, you admire, but you also want to protect him. Like, I just want to hug him. Yeah. And tell him it's going gonna, it's gonna to be all right, Robin. I love you. Aww. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. And then he turns Every- into, like, a, a, a 30-year-old man. And you're like, less cute now. <laughs> okay. Here's, you know what's funny? <laughs> this, uh-huh. this, this film has single-handedly messed up my perception of Robin for forever. Because... Robin is, I mentioned this briefly, but he is Kermit's nephew. Um, and yeah, Frog Prince is his first appearance. And he he would later show up in uh, The Muppet Show. He's in, he does cameos in some of the Muppet movies. Um, his biggest role in a Muppet movie is being Tiny Tim in Muppet Christmas Carol. Yes. Um, as a kid, though, um, I never watched The Muppet Show. I watched Muppets Tonight and I watched the movies um, I don't think Robin ever showed up in Muppets Tonight, and while Muppet Christmas Carol is a great movie, and I love it as an adult, I don't remember my family watching it a lot around the holidays. I think our Christmas movies were usually, you know, Christmas Vacation. Um, so I don't, I don't remember seeing Robin in much other than The Frog Prince. So when I think of who Robin is, I think of this movie where, as you said, he is actually like a a 30-year-old man. Um, it's, It's so jarring to me sometimes to see Robin when he appears in anything other than this because he is very clearly Kermit's young nephew. Yeah. And so it's just like, oh Jesus, that's right. He's like, like ten. How old yeah, is he? He is a he is a little child. He's just a he's little a, guy. He's, he's a child. He's not secretly a man. It's a <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's always um, there. There's a whole episode in a, a recent Muppets TV show that ran on ABC. And it has an episode revolving around Robin, and he is acting like a little kid, as he should. And he's, like, talking about his teacher and going to school and, and yada yada. And, and again, it's just, it's so weird. It's so weird. <laughs> there's, a, there's a disconnect in your brain that's yeah. just built in now. 
Yeah, every every time I see Robin in something, I am reminded of him. Oh, right. Oh, right. That's not... He was just... I guess in... As with a lot of Muppet stuff, it's Robin playing the role yes. of, of an older dude, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is like, I guess... Should we be accusing Kermit of nepotism? <laughs> like, Robin's kind of a nepo baby, you know? <laughs> I mean, I don't know if... Uh, I guess. <laughs> I mean, Robin is a very I mean, talented, we, talented we Muppet, all... but... You can't deny that his uncle has connections in Hollywood. (laughs) Well, everyone needs a foot in the door somewhere. Yes, I guess. Kermit just gave his his family a little helping hand. Yeah. You know? I mean... (laughs) Oh. I hadn't thought about that, Christy. (laughs) Rob, Rob and the Nippo baby. <laughs> God. Oh. Uh, I just, I love him. There, I love him. The, the one thing that I will say about Robin as, as mm-hmm. a puppet, as a Muppet. Yes. Um, is that he's very, very cute. I like him a lot, but he is, I think, the Muppet that I've had the most instances where I look at him and I see the hand underneath the felt. Oh. <laughs> like, yeah. you can you can really tell there's an adult man's hand in there. Um, yeah. And it's he, not a he, bad, like, it's, it. they all have a hand in them. They're puppets. That's how they work. But the, the shape of him is, because he's so small, you can really see where the the knuckles of the hand are. <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely um, because like Kermit, I I think Kermit Kermit just having the foam body kind of disguises the hand a bit. Because um, mm-hmm. of course, like you know, Kermit's. Uh, so I I I've made a Kermit puppet, and I've also made myself a little Robin. I should mention Robin. My Robin isn't a working <laughs> puppet. I just wanted a little, like, small Robin that I could Aww. hug. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, like, Kermit, Kermit, his head is where Jim Henson's hand is. And I guess just, like, having the foam body, maybe there's that level of abstraction to it. You kind of forget. Um, but Robin doesn't have any foam. He's just, like, fleece cut to shape with, like, his little, his little legs and arms <laughs> attached. Yeah. Yeah, he definitely. There isn't really anything to pad him Dis- out. Disguise the 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 shape of the like thumb and knuckles. That yeah, are just very clearly there, and that's that's also something that probably wouldn't have have tripped me up as like a child or anything either. But it's, I think it's just as an adult watching this for the first time, I'm like, that's a very. I can see the mechanism of the puppet. Hmm. Which is only is only really noticeable because you can't really see that in any of the other Muppets. Yeah. It's it's definitely it's tough too because they have to shoot him very carefully. because uh, again, like yeah. Kermit's body Kermit's body can kind of help disguise if you have to cut a hole in the set 
to <laughs> stick your hand through, the foam body has like enough width to it that it kind of helps cover the gap. There's definitely yeah, some yeah, yeah. parts where you can kind of see Robin's like the sleeve that <laughs> runs down. He's kind of slipping into the hole that he's coming out of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's okay. But I still it's love charming. Him. It's very cute. Yeah, it's, there's almost like, there's like a level of roughness to the Muppets that I kind of like, where where yeah. you are able to really see some of the, yeah, like some of the, like, the tricks they do. I don't know, I, 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 I think, I talked about this in Hey Cinderella too, but it's fun to watch these, these movies and get a sense of how they did things, um, like trying to picture where the puppeteer is. Yeah, some of these these shots like they're probably sprawled out on the floor or um, like hidden in that well or yeah, yeah. like they cut a hole into <laughs> into the floor. Yeah. It's really uh, they, like the 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 art of this, the art of the puppeteering is just I mean, it's Jim Henson. It's it's the Muppets. It, <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, even back then. Yeah, and and again, we we also like briefly touched on this, but the it it's fun to see the the improvements that they do with how they're staging. Um, yeah, Kermit and the others. Um, we've mentioned the pond. It's like a well shaped pond, I guess. Yeah. But there is there is water in the pond. This isn't like in a uh, Hey Cinderella. Where they very carefully just tried to disguise the idea, like there clearly wasn't any kind of water in the pond yeah. in that well. It was yeah. just a way for it's just something for Jim Henson to crouch in. <laughs> in in this one, they fill they are getting the, those puppets soggy. Yes, <laughs> J- Jim Henson is in that water, presumably like. This, I, I was trying to figure out if it was like, did they do maybe like a plastic, like a plastic layer with a, a glove and the glove is going into, like, how did they make it watertight? Because I don't think they would have made like a super deep pond that Jim Henson would no. scuba in. Yeah. <laughs> I know holding for- his breath down there. I, I know for the first Muppet movie, I think they did have Jim Henson in like scuba gear or something, or there's like a little really? like submersible thing. Yeah, because oh that God. um, the for the opening shots of the Muppet movie are Kermit in a swamp and strumming his banjo, singing Rainbow Connection. Oh yeah, and it's it does like this panning shot all the way around him. I think to to show. That they are not, there's like not a convenient bush that Jim Henson is hiding behind. He is underwater somewhere. Dang. Um, but yeah, they. The dedication to the craft. Yes. But it's, it's stuff like that where it is, it does make such, such a fun difference in this movie. Because it, it helps, it helps really sell that illusion that these are real creatures and yeah. not just puppets. I I love I love every story where people are like well they'll they'll tell stories about how people will do like interviews with the muppets and they just they forget that they're talking to a puppet 
Like mm-hmm. there's something about these these things, these these felt creatures that are so just like your brain is like, yep, that's a little creature. Yeah. That's not like, a that's, just, that's a that's a living thing. That's that's Kermit. That's just Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's Kermit the Frog. Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, just so good. <laughs> I love, I, I still on the subject of like the water and um, Kermit swimming. I, I just love, I just love his little legs just like flopping around in the water. <laughs> it, just, it just makes me smile so much because they're just letting them like kind of lazily drift on the surface of the water and it works, but it's also just really funny just to see them just like, I don't just wiggle it in the wave. Just. <laughs> <laughs> they just let him flop around and it it yeah it sells yeah. it but it is very funny yeah there's there's a kind of i don't i don't know if it's like a subplot it's more just like side business that robin can't swim and kermit takes a great deal of offense to that because as a frog robin yeah. should know how to swim it's like it's like insulting to him almost to kermit um it's like oh, so we, what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> so we we have a few scenes of kermit trying to teach robin how to swim and he's just getting like i don't know i like i think i like cranky kermit um <laughs> he's just kind of fun when he's just a little bit like just a little bit fed up no no you gotta learn to kick one two three four oh, not like that <clears throat> There. Was I swimming that time? Well, not really. No. But at least I've learned to dog paddle. A frog does not dog paddle. You know, <laughs> Kermit deals with a lot. Yeah, so like, he does. It's, you know, it's good to see him, you know. Sometimes sometimes you reach the end of your 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 puppet strings and you just got to Yeah. Man. <laughs> Yeah, I like I like seeing Kermit's temper. It's just kind of fun because he's just yeah he's watching Robin and he's getting so mad because because Robin keeps dog paddling, and a frog does not dog paddle. Yeah, what? Just, that's, a, that's an entirely different animal, Robin. Come on. Yeah, he's just insulted I, by it. I say, as someone who can only dog paddle, I I think I could swim. I mean, it's been a while. I can't swim for shit. I never I made f- it out of the like the like baby group when uh, oh, when no. my elementary school did swimming lessons. I was in the little babies group the entire time because my ass does not like getting my face wet. Oh, I hate it. I, yes, can't do it. Wouldn't they're like go underwater and blow bubbles? I'm like absolutely the fuck not. I won't. Yeah, no, I I really completely to that. I do not like the sensation of water in my eyes and up my nose. So yeah, no. I the last few times I remember going swimming, I had a nose plug and it did not look fashionable. But I was happy to do it. Yes, yeah. and it did. It worked great. Um, yeah, I cannot swim without goggles, um, but that's also because I am nearsighted, 
and there is something magical about wearing goggles underwater where it's like, I can see. It's great. <laughs> I If I have one of those big scuba masks that also covers your nose, mm-hmm. then I can swim. But yeah. that is the only way. If If water gets to the space between my eyes, like the bridge of the nose... I will panic and try to breathe <laughs> yes. and it's just it's just the worst. I I don't like the goggles that cover the nose as well because I I have chubby cheeks, so I have chubby chipmunk cheeks <laughs> and it never never forms quite the right seal so you always get that like oh, no. little puddle, that little puddle oh, of water that's yeah. like r- right around your nose just mocking me. Um Ugh. Uh so all that, all that to say, I understand, Robin. Yeah. I am. Oh, I'm. So I have. I have to get a. I have to buy a swimsuit. Oh yeah. I'm going yeah. on a vacation next month. Uh, that will be right near the ocean and pools, and I have not, uh, gone in water. Uh, in a body of water for over a decade, so I don't have a. Oh my god. Fuck, I just realized. All right. Well, anyway, that's neither here nor there. Frog Prince. <laughs> yes, yes, Frog Prince. Oh. <laughs> oh, goodness. What else? Oh, fuck. I, I love Tamanella. Fucking love Tamanella. Oh, my God. What a good... <laughs> what a good puppet. What a good costume. She... She's... she's... She's so fun. She's just... I, I get the impression that she's a villain who just likes being a jerk. Um, yeah, yeah. I also really love that this whole... The whole thing about her becoming... Um, like, working her way into the royal family and becoming queen. This wasn't, like, a grand plan of hers. No. Um, in the flashback, we see... She quite literally just bumps into King Rupert II while he's in the forest. And she comes up with the I'm your long lost sister thing on the spot because she she basically realizes that King Rupert is so dumb that he'll believe anything. (laughs) (laughs) It's a very good scene where she's just like, I'm oh, you're you are dumb as a box of rocks. Uh, I'm your long lost sister. Yeah, and then he and then he goes, "Oh well, I'm afraid you're gonna have to prove it to me." And so she asks, "What was the name of your father?" And he, of course, says, "King Rupert the First. And she just goes, "Mine too, <laughs> my sister, brother." And then they hug, and it's so good. I love it. It's just, it's so silly. Uh, oh, it's great. I- I, I love I love the idea too that she might have been on her merry way had she had had he been a smarter person. And, and again, yeah. it's only it's like she sees how dumb he is and she goes, "Well, I can't I can't not take advantage of this." There is an opportunity that I have literally walked into. I would be a fool to not. Yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah, yeah, all right. <laughs> and then I I think like. Presumably, she's just been spending like her time chilling out at the castle, you know, just, just living her best life. And it, it's it's I think, anyways, it seems like it's only Melora's upcoming coronation that she's kind of it's again it's like an opportunity thing. Like she 
it, it's interesting. Like, the king requests an audience with her. And obviously, during that conversation, it happens off screen. Obviously, Taminella raises the, the question of, well, is Melora suited for being queen? Because nobody can understand her. And she, I, you know, you, you could assume she puts that into King Rupert's brain. Oh, yeah, but of course. He, he asked to see her was probably something completely unrelated about the coronation. And again, she saw an opportunity and was like, actually, you know what? Maybe oh. I should just be queen. Yeah. I've, got a, I've got an idea. What if... I'm yeah. queen, though. What if me yeah. instead? Your beloved sister is queen, huh? How about that? <laughs> so I just, again, I just love it. Like, she would probably be be content just to hang around at the castle. Like, doesn't, like, she, she kind of has a grand plan by the end of the film, but at the same time, maybe she just likes hanging around, eating yeah. popovers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> she's just she's just like she sees an opportunity and goes for it yeah and and i can't falter for it it's a it's a very oh. admirable trait <laughs> <laughs> and i mean even when she even when she turns robin into a frog at the beginning robin sir robin the brave this man mm-hmm. uh d- as, uh, uh, as a tangent, this man is like, I'm going out to see what heroic deeds I can do. And he finds this ogre who is just fucking chilling in his cave, just hanging out, not doing shit, living his life. And he's like, I'm going to fucking kill this guy. And I'm like, hey, Robin, maybe don't. <laughs> What's your deal, man? I never I never really thought of that before. <laughs> Like, oh, yeah. he's looking for trouble and he finds Sweetums and he's like, I'm gonna kill this ogre. Yeah. Like, why? Is... He's not doing ogre. anything. Ogre's clearly up to no good just by existing. That sucks, <laughs> Robin. Come on. <laughs> oh, I never thought of that before. <laughs> and then Tamanola comes up and she's like, why are you ki- Why? Why are you doing? I- Fuck you. You're a frog now. Shut up. Get out of here. <laughs> and she doesn't she doesn't even she doesn't even suggest to Sweetums to eat the to eat Robin. She's just like, "Yeah, you can keep him as a pet." Or like she she legit tells him like, "This is how you break your spell. I can't break it. This is what you got to do." And then Sweetums is like, "I like the frog." And she's like, "Yeah, you can keep him as a pet or something." And he's like, "I'm going to eat him." And she's like, oh, Okay, you could do that too. She doesn't yeah, even, she's, she's just like, whatever. She's really Man. supportive, isn't she? <laughs> you know? What, she's, I mean, I, is Taminella the good guy, actually? No. I mean, no, no. but. <laughs> <laughs> no. no, but. Oh. Uh. Uh. I need to I need to give a shout out to the Sir Robin the Brave song. Um, oh my god! Because this this song in particular has kind of captured my heart, and uh-huh. I every so often um, I'll just like sing it to myself. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I have like two songs I sing in the shower. One is Killer Queen um, by Queen, and uh-huh. the other is the Sir Robin the Brave song. Oh my god! 
what a selection. Yeah. I have I have Christy's mental playlist is Yeah. Diverse. My range. My range is very it's one one for the ages. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> my tale is sad, but I will try to tell it all before I cry. Twas <laughs> Twas long ago and far away, a cold and cheerless winter's day, and in my search for deeds to do. To show my bravery through and through, I chanced upon a forest glen, and there I met an ogre. <laughs> <laughs> See, he was just looking for, he was looking for trouble. He was looking to start shit, to be like, no. I'm a big brave man. <laughs> he, he was looking for good deeds to do. He is a good boy, Robin. You don't... <laughs> He looked at me oh. and wished me dead. <sighs> well, you're in his house. <laughs> Fucking come on, man. Would it be like if you found a bear and the bear was like, fuck you. You wouldn't say that bear's evil. It's just a bear. <laughs> oh, God. Damn. Oh, sweetums. <laughs> He's my other precious oh, boy. Sweetums. Fucking love Sweetums. It's a very good design for that Muppet. Yeah, he's fun. And with all like the hanging, the fur or the whatever the frick he's made yeah. out of. So much movement in him. And it's yeah. the big head on a human body. <laughs> I, I, we've seen, I mean, hey, Cinderella had a good example of how this type of like walk around puppet could feel very fucking weird. Um, I don't know if you remember the orchestra guys in Hey Cinderella. Oh, yeah, no. Ugh. Yeah, they they were not... They were just a little... Yeah. That's like... They they did not really feel like a cohesive living creature, but Sweetums really, really comes together quite nicely. So it, it really... Yeah. Like, you know that he is... You know that he's a person under there, but at the same time, like, it just... I think that big head and like the big hands and feet, it it kind of disguises the body, the yeah, human body underneath. The silhouette of it really works. Yeah. Yeah. I think most of the walk around puppets in this one really work. Yeah, 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 because there's Tamanella, King Rupert II, uh, Feather, Featherstone. Featherstone? There we, there we go. Yeah. My brain was providing me with Feathersby, which is not correct, but still a good name. Uh, Featherstone. Yeah. I think Featherstone is the one that I think <laughs> made me double take a little bit when he first appears. Like, I think he only appears from the waist down once. And I was like, yeah. what the fuck? Because <laughs> he's got like these like legs in leotards and yeah. that, that tripped me up a little bit. Like, I get used to it almost instantly. I love yeah. Tamanella. She's great. So good. Just a very good puppet. I wish I wish she appeared in more things. Um because it was mostly it was this, um, it was also there was a Tales of Tinker D, which was um oh god. If I remember right, it was like a, a pilot that they tried to do or a series that they tried to do. Oh, mm. I gotta check I gotta check him up at Wiki. Hold on, folks. <laughs> I gotta fact, make sure. We're fact-checking live. Yes, I gotta make and sure. And by okay. live, 
on a podcast that's been pre-recorded two weeks ago. Yes. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Yeah, it's an, it was a pilot that they tried to do. Um, she was meant to be, like, the main villain of that. Ah. And she, according to Muppet Wiki, like, she appeared on, uh, like, she had a, a brief cameo on Sesame Street at one point. That's kind of great. Oh. <laughs> must have been just, like, there must have just been, like, a sketch that she just, well, we've got this puppet. Why oh, not? yeah. Why not? Uh if you if you got the puppet lying around, mm-hmm. she's currently Just, on oh. display at um oh I forget if it's the I think it's the, it's the Museum of the Moving Image in New York I think that's where she is the the full oh, Tamanella nice. puppet I would love to fucking see her in person one day oh yes that that would be really cool. They need to bust her out of her of her museum prison. Bring her back. <laughs> you need to get her out of there, and then you need to get in the in the costume. <gasps> oh my god, she would be a fun. <laughs> she, she would be a really fun one to do as a costume. I it would be oh. impossible to fucking see though. Oh yeah, God no. Because <laughs> at, at can't least see shit like in there. I I assume that maybe um I'm not sure though like she might be like Sweetums where I'm pretty sure that they see when her mouth is open. Yeah, that makes sense. So you'd have to like kind of constantly be opening the mouth to be able to, to see where the frick you're going. <laughs> <laughs> you you would need a handler for sure. Yeah, oh yeah. But it would be very cool. Did you, I, so, as someone, you have never seen this before, right? No, I've never seen it before. Did you, when Melora was talking about Bake the Hall and the Candle of Her Brain, did you understand what she she meant? No, I actually didn't. Um, oh, that's awesome. Most, most of the, like, her, her back... Air quotes backwards talk um, mm-hmm. was by and large pretty easy to figure out what she was saying, but I actually didn't get that. I did not get. I was right there with you, Robin. I didn't didn't catch <laughs> that one. <laughs> yeah, they do. They do deliberately make it harder than the other sentences. Um, mm-hmm. That's that's awesome, though. I was really curious about that because, of course, I've always. I like I've seen this movie many times from a young age, so I cannot remember my first viewing of this film. So yeah. I've always just known the secret, and it's always felt obvious as a result. So that's kind of cool that, like, as a first-time viewer, it, it works. <laughs> I think I think what uh, what trips it up a little bit for in terms of of um. It versus the, her other sort of like mixed up words is that it all forms into actual other words. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, it doesn't come into nonsense, but it 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 all turn it turns into four different words. Yeah. Okay. So, I think that's what tripped my brain up. They also do a good job of they don't really call attention to her her cane. Um, like she yeah. always has it. But it's, I feel like other movies, 
if like when she's casting the spell on Robin, I feel like other movies would have a close up of the the crystal and the cane, and you would see the yeah. light coming from that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it is. I do like that. Got to trick the children. <laughs> I do uh, to to give Melora's performer some credit. The, the background. Oh my talk, god. She sells that shit. Yeah. She she does amazing. <laughs> and it must have been so hard to learn the lines because I feel oh, like yeah. The you probably are like fighting with yourself to not just say the correct words. Yeah. Like it it would be such a pain in the ass. Yeah. That definitely yeah, she she really sells. It's very good. Mm-hmm. Makes it very natural, which I think you really need in in a thing like this. It's supposed to be an enchantment. It just happens. It's not something that she thinks about. It's trying to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The the song in particular must have been hard. The I'm 19 song. Um, especially when she's singing in a duet with Robin. And songs where there's songs on there's on sound. Because I, I imagine oh, they were, yeah. were maybe singing it. I Actually, I wonder if they would sing it live on. I guess they must have. Maybe they dubbed it for like the late. I imagine. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't hmm. know how the audio setup works for those, actually. Yeah, like, I guess you probably, I mean, I guess you probably have to sing it on stage no matter what. And then it's maybe whether or not they want to do it like dub it over with like a clean take from a studio maybe um yeah but even then because you can see her singing it the whole time she would have to be singing the right words for her mouth to match yeah yeah so they yeah so i guess either way like that that when she's doing the duet with robin because he's singing it correctly and she's singing the (laughs) though i guess though Though I guess he could also be singing the strain if they're if they're going in and redubbing it, it's not like he would have to be exact. He I is guess. a puppet. <laughs> I, I guess. I, wonder, I I don't know. Maybe I mean now I wonder if you would notice if you du- if you dubbed it with different <laughs> like the little I, you know maybe the maybe there's some real subtlety in that little open closed mouth. I mean, you never know. Oh, I kind of oh, I might have to try that now. <laughs> next next time I I watch the movie, I'll like mute it and then try and sing his part with the backwards <laughs> talk. Oh. <laughs> uh, All right. Look at let, let me look at mine. I didn't take a lot of notes because it was I was just enjoying it. Yeah. Um <laughs> Oh, I love the frogs. I love all the frog puppets. Yes. I love the way they hop. I love how they just like have a, st- they have a fucking string on that puppet and they're just like, yoink. 
Yes. Yeah. And they just. It's extremely good. I, there's something, <laughs> there's something about just hucking a Muppet through the air. That is just great. Because <laughs> it's, it's going to do whatever it's going to do. And you can't, you can only yeah. control it so much. <laughs> oh, I, it's I, great. I, I love it. <laughs> I recently rewatched The Great Muppet Caper, and there's a good few shots in that film where it's somebody just hucking a Muppet, and it's it's always fantastic. <laughs> uh, uh, the frogs are good. Soaring I, through the air. Majestically. Um, yeah, the frogs are great. I, I love the sound effect for when they're jumping. It's like just a yeah. real good, real good sproing. Frog, hop, hop, bye, bye. <laughs> there is one. There is one in because they sing a little song. The frogs sing yes. a song about how fucking great it is being a frog. <laughs> sing um, out for the bog and sing out for the ooze. The life of a frog is the life you should choose. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's very good. But there's one frog, and. I am so curious because I was watching it every time it comes on screen. There's like four mm-hmm. frogs and they like all repeat a word. Like the, the song will have a end on like a word and they're all like frog, frog, frog. And then the last one frog. goes like a rivet and, and mm-hmm. its eyes get bigger. Yeah. And I'm like, is that what, how, how did they do that? Yeah, I. It's hard it to tell. It almost looks like they've 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 enhanced like they've made them bigger with like a computer, but they definitely didn't do that in 1971. I, I wonder yeah. what they did. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like there might be some kind of. I there like there's probably some special effect that they could have done post production, but yeah, maybe I, maybe I, it's just a matter of like they they cut the eyes of the film and like zoomed it in or something like maybe it's interesting it's it's hard it's hard to tell because uh and we should mention like hey cinderella this film has not had a dvd release it was released on vhs back in the 90s which is how i saw it as a kid (laughs) and there are there, there is a VHS copy that exists on the Internet Archive, which is what Bree and I watched for this one. So it yes. is not the greatest quality. So it's it's hard to tell. Like I feel like if it was crisper, we could probably definitely say for sure if oh, it was yeah. something that was done on set. Like, I don't know, like little balloons that they inflate somehow. Yeah, like that was the other thing. I was like, is there... Because he doesn't talk. Mm-hmm. He... But like... Maybe there's a little mechanism in there that you squeeze and then it just squeezes a little extra air into his eyes. Yeah. It's it's definitely possible. Like that's well within their wheelhouse, I think. Some yeah. something to that effect. Like uh, there's so much like mechanical, both mechanical artistry and like like film trickery. That like mm-hmm. is is lost to time because they're not necessary anymore. Yeah, yeah. But like you look at them now and you're like, man, they sure figured out a way to fucking do that back then. 
Yeah, it's kind of... Like, you almost wish that we didn't have CGI sometimes because it's just kind of fun to see the workarounds they had to do when they couldn't just fix it on a computer. Yeah. And I say that as someone who does that for a living. <laughs> you would be you would be the person enlarging that frog's eye. I would be. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I lo- that's a fun. Oh, I love that song. I love all the songs. Sweetums gets a song. Oh, the songs are very cute. The songs are very good. I I do not have a DVD of this film, as mentioned, as it does not exist, but I do have a vinyl of the film. It's kind of like a soundtrack slash, <laughs> like a storybook version of it. Um, oh my god, hell yeah. It's, they they add in, like, new narration at points just to help <gasps> describe what is going on um, yeah. in the audio medium. Um, and it's so good. I listen to it more often than one might expect. Um <laughs> I mean, uh, why not? It's wonderful. I, I love it so much. I want a DVD of this. God, I want a DVD of this. I want Hey Cinderella. I, I mean, there's also like Muppet uh, Musicians of Bremen. I, I, that's an okay one. I don't really, <laughs> I don't really have the love for that one as much as I do for Hey Cinderella or The Frog Prince. But I would welcome a DVD of all three Disney. Just saying. I was going to say I'm surprised they haven't, but I wonder if it's just because in order to do that, they'd have to justify, um, like, remastering them somehow, and they're just like, meh. Yeah, probably. Um, And I mean, especially for Hey Cinderella, um, like, I I love that one, and... I think it's, it would be great to see it cleaned up, and it's such a fun one to think of historically in, like, terms of where the Jim Henson company began and where they are now. Um, but it is, it's rougher, and I could definitely see some bigwig going, ah, it's not worth the effort. This isn't, we're not going to make any money off of this, even yeah. though I I know for sure Muppet Twitter would go fucking nuts for it if we yeah. ever got an official release of this. Muppet Twitter loves Taminella, I'll say that. <laughs> I As well they I've, should. Yes. I um I've kind of been I'm like I feel like I'm a recent member of Muppet Twitter. It's basically it's just a uh-huh. c- collection of folks on Twitter who we're all like chatting with each other about the Muppets and other Jim Henson stuff. Fuck yeah. Everybody there is very nice. And everybody there also loves Taminella. Like, I've never heard a single person <laughs> with a negative thing to say about Taminella. We all want more Taminella. So if they did put a DVD out, Muppet Twitter, again, they would be all for it. <laughs> See, there's, like, there's... People want this, Disney. Come on. Yeah. Disney? Disney? Come on. <laughs> God. While while we're on the subject of Muppet merch, uh, uh-huh. I I needed I need to take the opportunity to brag about my greatest thrift store find. Um, Ooh! So I I went through a phase where I was really into action figures, and and to clarify, I still like action figures. I like reading reviews of them. I just don't usually buy them for myself anymore, just because I have 
no shelf space. <laughs> um, but back in the day, there was a company called Palisades. And they made a line of Muppet action figures that to this day, they're still very highly regarded for how good they were. Ooh. Um, the company declared bankruptcy in the early 2000s, oh. which was just before I went through my action figure phase. So I missed out on getting like any of their Muppet figures. Oh. And they, they go for crazy prices on eBay now. Of um, course, yeah. One magical day, maybe like, I, like six years ago, seven years ago, I went to Value Village, which is just chain of thrift shops up here in Canada. And lo and behold, a complete inbox Sweetums Palisades <gasps> action figure was waiting for me on the shelf. Holy shit. And and for some further context, I should mention that this Sweetums was an online exclusive because he's a big guy. He's a big dude. Holy shit. Um, so he was an online only. And so whoever originally owned him had to have specifically ordered him in. And they were obviously a collector of some sort because they kept him in the box for all of those years. Wow. Um, so I saw that and holy shit, my day was made. I, it was for $10 and I snatched him wow. up so quickly. My beloved Sweetums. I still, I still have him. He's sadly, he's not in the room with me. Because uh, I had to, I mentioned in the last episode that I'm prepping for moving. So he is in a box with my other collectibles. But if he were not in a box, he would be in my arms <laughs> as we were recording. <laughs> it, wow. Yeah. I. That was destiny. It, it felt like it, honestly. And it was like almost immediately upon entering the store, I basically, the first shelf that I went to, he was there. Oh. The universe reached out its hand and was like, Christy, today is, is yeah. your day. If my <laughs> if my life was a cartoon, I would have seen the beam of golden light coming from the heavens. <laughs> Illuminating <down>. sweetums. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh, man. So shout out to whoever donated their sweetums to Value Village. I hope that it was by your choice. And it wasn't one of those instances where someone's shitty mom donates their, their oh. collection. Well, I, but if oh. that's the case, then I'm not giving him back. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, it's far he's, too late. It's, it's, he is mine. I have formed an attachment. I think, he, <laughs> I think he's also happy living with me. Yep. Um, he's happy here. One day I need to sculpt a little Robin that could sit in Sweetum's hand. My precious boys could be reunited. I wish Aww. I also my my Robin my Robin plush is also in a box. Otherwise, I would also be cradling him in my other my other arm. Like <laughs> <laughs> these are my boys. Oh. precious precious. Oh my boys. god! Sorry, I'm look I'm looking at the pa the Palisade action figure for Sweetums right now, and it's it's very nice. Yeah! Yeah! Hell yeah! Yeah, they did it. They did a good job with all the figures, and they like the line went on for quite a while. So they did a lot of like the um, like kind of like the secondary Muppets, because you know you kind of have the main core that like everybody would want to see. Like obviously Kermit, Miss Piggy, Gonzo, Fozzie, uh, Animal, yeah. like like the main dudes. But they also were able to do some of like the lesser known Muppets. Um, mm -hmm. And they also did some, they did some play sets too. The play sets are rad. It's, it was Ooh. just, 
it was like it was such a good line i so there's um uh an action figure review blog that i i have been following for like 20 years at this point Uh um uh it's it's just called uh actually i don't know how you say it out loud i always say oaf but o-a-f-e dot net um just online action figure something (laughs) i don't know what it stands for it online oh online action figure entertainment i just went to their facts um Okay. But they just, it's, they they have a bunch of reviews of the Palisade figures, and that's where I got all my information about Sweetums. So that's when I saw him on the shelf. I knew I had something special. <laughs> oh, but definitely, oh. If, if you, if anyone wants to check out some of the Palisades figures, definitely go check out, uh, oh, forget, it's O-A-F-E dot net. And they have all their reviews of those old figures, they like they're so good. That's wonderful. I love that. <laughs> I I guess I should say this was this is another Canadian production. This was also shot oh, in Toronto, yeah. like like Hey Cinderella. Um, Trudy Young, who plays Melora, uh, Gordon Thompson, uh, and the voice of Sweetums, Carl Banas Banas. Um, huh. they're all can they're all Canadians, so that's I think how they. They they got that Canadian content in here. Aw, yeah. Um, Trudy Young, I don't... I, I Like, I went through everybody's IMDb, and much like, hey, Cinderella, these are people that are kind of before our times, so there wasn't a lot I recognized from most of them. Um, mm-hmm. Trudy Young, uh, there was, like, a one-off appearance she had in The Littlest Hobo. That was, like, the <gasps> one thing. Maybe tomorrow I'll want to settle down. down. <laughs> Until tomorrow, I'll just keep moving on. There we go. So The Littlest Hobo was a show about a German shepherd. Uh, yeah. He went from town to town and solved their fucking problems. It was, it's a Canadian masterpiece. Canadian classic. Yes. <laughs> uh... Another oh, amazing, another Canadian classic which Gordon Thompson was on was the Polka Dot Door. Oh yeah, uh, with Polkaroo, Polkaroo. Yeah, I guess he was the oh host for a period of time. Um, amazing. You know, he was also like he's also been in a, a, quite a few soap operas, so I think that's his his main, oh. probably where normal people would recognize him from. Um, <laughs> Um, and, and Sweetums, again, he's voiced by our Car- Carl Banas, Banas in this, uh, which is not his normal voice actor. Like, usually, um, no. uh, like, uh, oh god, fuck, hold on, I need to double check. I think it was Richard Hunt that did his voice later on? Oh. Oh, fact-checking live! Back to Muppet Wiki I go! <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was Richard Hunt. I just can't remember if he also did the voice. Oh, I think so. Okay. Muppet, yeah. According to Muppet Muppet Wiki, performer Richard Hunt. So I think that means he also did the voice. Um, in The Frog Prince, he was performed by Jerry Nelson. But the, again, the voice was somebody else. Uh, Carl Bannis, um, 
He was voices on, he was on Babar, he was on Rocket Robin oh, Hood. wow. He, he was on The Raccoons. Um, his most recognizable role for us is probably the head elf from Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, the one that yells at a... Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, I've mentioned Jerry Nelson plays Robin, although he's puppeteered by Frank Oz in this one. Um, so they did dub him ah, later yes. on. Oh, I fucking love Jerry Nelson's voice for Robin. It's it's very cute. He's just got a very sweet little voice. Yeah. And there's also like there's like kind of a texture to his voice. Um yeah. I don't know. I think I like that as somebody who I don't have like uh like my voice can get a little crackly sometimes. So I think I appreciate a crackly voice in characters. So I love his I love his Robin. Oh. Yeah. Um Oh god, uh Jerry Jewell played Taminella. Um he also like most of these people also played some of the secondary frogs too. Um like so Jerry that makes Nelson. Sense. Oh, and Jerry Nelson was also Featherstone. Um uh Frank Oz, again, he puppeteered Robin. He was also some of the other frogs. And of course, Jim Henson was Kermit and King Rupert. Ah, oh, yes. And I thought I thought this was super cute, but baby, so Prince Baby Kermit at the end of the film. That's actually <laughs> that's actually little baby Heather Henson. So that's Jim and Jane Henson's Aww. daughter. This is so that's cute. Really, that's adorable. Aww. Nepotism. <laughs> that's where Kermit learned it from. <laughs> oh shit. Oh, Kermit. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully I haven't forgotten any, anybody, but those are the main, the main performers and actors in this one. Yeah. There probably, there probably were others because there's a few crowd shots in this. But. (laughs) (laughs) The crowd Muppets for the, the, the kingdom like the, the the peasants that live in the kingdom, some of those crowd muppets are a little terrifying looking because you can tell they're just like they're fucking distance model puppets. Like, yeah. don't look too close at those guys individually because they're a little bit scary looking. They're a little yeah, they're a little soulless compared to the every other muppet. Yeah, um, I I wonder if they <laughs> I wonder if they appeared in anything else. Um, or if they yeah. were just like, we just need some quick Muppets. Just please build something for this crowd shot. Just just make them. It feels like they're all sort of on like. Like there, there's three on one stick. You know, those like setups where there's like <laughs> three of them and there, there's like the ones at the edges. Like they're all just kind of attached to each yeah, other. Yeah. It's a little, they're a little unsettling. But I think that's just because, you know, they're compared to the other ones. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think, I think, yeah, it works. It works for what they needed for the shot. Absolutely. Like, this is not a criticism. Oh, yeah. In so much as it's just a thing that I notice that I'm like, oh, those are, those are distance Muppets. (laughs) They are not meant for scrutiny or for expressions. Yeah. They just need to open and close their mouths. (laughs) 
kind of, kind of on that note, like the while I was writing the summary, um, the back and forth of Tamanella in and out of that scene, and that that was a little weird. Um, it like it works for the movie. It's it's what needed to be done for how they set it up. But it is like if I if I could give one criticism to this. It felt a little awkward, and I don't think I realized how awkward it was until I was, again, writing the summary, and it was like, Tamanella and Melora, or Tamanella finds Melora in the, at the pond, and then they go to the castle, and then Tamanella leaves, and then Tamanella comes back, and then Melora leaves, and Melora comes back, and then Tamanella leaves again. And it was like, just that weird back and forth, um, I don't know how, I don't know how they would do it differently, um, but that felt a little, felt a little weird. I feel like that could have been streamlined somehow. Oh, yeah. Like, it's, it's like, we need, we need, uh, uh, Robin alone with Melora. Then we need him alone with the, with Tamanella. Then we need him alone with Melora. And uh, just, I don't know, make them leave the room for some reason. Yeah, and I mean, again, it like it it works. Like they're always leaving for oh, the most yeah. part. They're always leaving the room with a purpose. But it, yeah, just it could have been a little tighter, maybe. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, I'm, like, sc- I'm scrolling through my notes. Um, <laughs> the scene with Sweden's in the dungeon must have been both really fun and fucking stressful to shoot. Uh, oh my god. Because they just destroy that set. Yeah. Um, the Like, Kermit and Robin are hopping around, and Sweetums is swinging his club and knocking shit over. Stuff's falling everywhere. There's fake bricks that they're dropping from the ceiling. It probably would have been so much fun to just smash it. But yeah, could you imagine if, like, something happened during the shot to spoil something? Like, oh. like, like, like Sweetums falls over. Or, like, a camera have- malfunction or something. Yeah, and they have to reset. What a yeah. pain in the ass that oh, would have been. That would have been awful. <laughs> oh, what else? It's uh, a great scene, but yeah, that would have been a pain in the ass. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder if they managed to do it all in one take or if they did require a few takes. <laughs> I guess the the good thing about doing a, a destruction type thing is that like, if something didn't work, they could always just throw another brick, like, yeah, and not worry about like picking up the continuity and like being really careful with it. Just yeah, you know, just go That's for true. it. It's chaos. Yeah. yeah, maybe you don't have to be as persnickety about it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I will say. Yes. With, with uh, and I think this is sort of a. Less of a this movie and more of a a general frog prince thing. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's always this like we have to convince the princess to give me a kiss. Yeah, it's not to fall in love. It's just I gotta get kissed by a princess. And I feel mm-hmm. like I feel like maybe back when this fairy tale was first written, people were a little more hesitant. To give a smooch to an animal. But like, <laughs> everyone will give their their dogs a little kiss on the head. People yeah. will give their cats a little kiss on the head. 
I feel like it wouldn't be that hard to find someone who would give a frog a little smooch. Well, I think... Uh, Frogs are cute! Why would you not are. give a little frog a kiss? I think, I mean, it kind of... I can kind of see it, because as... Like, they kind of make a joke out of it in this one, where they talk about, like, oh, you'll get warts if you kiss a frog. And I remember... Like, that being an old wives' tale. At least I think it's an old yeah. wives' tale. I don't think there's truth to it. But I could see no. why people would have that impression. Um, it's probably, like, it probably doesn't work because Robin is so fucking adorable. Why wouldn't you give him a little kissy? <laughs> why wouldn't you give him a little mooch? Yeah, a little, little smooch. A little, little head. Yeah, a little precious boy. Just give him a little kissy It's not like you head. have to make out with that with that frog. You just have to give him a little, like, Mwah. Yeah, a little, yeah. Just a, like a friendly little, like a little like like European kiss on the cheek. No one said it had to be a yeah. kiss on the lips. <laughs> yeah, I think if I remember, oh, there's there's a lot of variations on the Frog Prince story. Some of them, it's not a, it's like a kiss, but then I vaguely remember there's also one version of the story where the frog has to sleep on the princess's pillow and oh. she she like gets mad and she throws him against a wall and he transforms back and it's like a weird The Frog Prince is a weird story. It's a very strange little story, isn't it? When you yeah. think about it. There's um I so there's a version <laughs> of the version of the Frog Prince that um the Grimm's Fairy Tale Classic series did. Um, and I kind of started watching it at, at one point in the last week because I wanted to compare. And that one, how the Grimm's Fairy Tale Classics did it? Oh my god, that episode is miserable because the oh, prince, no. the princess and the frog are just huge assholes to each other the entire time, just oh. constantly arguing because she's a spoiled brat princess, and then he's a frog that's just like, I just want to kiss. Hey, like you're a pretty princess. Give me a fucking kiss basically and they're just assholes to each other um i've thought about us covering that film but i don't know <laughs> i don't know what else we would have to say other than holy shit these people are terrible <laughs> i i i yeah. just a bunch of dicks all the way through yeah i i did really like in this version robin doesn't try and get Melora to agree to a kiss right away. He asks yeah. that she befriend him and let him live at the palace. And it's only after he's done that that he's like, hey, I need a kiss. If you kiss me, um, I'll turn back and do a prince. I'm actually under a spell. Like, he explains it all to her. And I like that. I like that he's just being honest about the whole situation. He's not, like, trying to trick her yeah. into getting a kiss. Yeah. He's just like, listen, here's the situation. I know you're under an enchantment, so, like, you can, you know this is a thing that can happen. Yeah. Uh. On on that note, it is funny that she does not believe that he's a prince. Yeah. <laughs> like, you are literally under an enchantment like, to talk backwards from a witch. Yeah. What? You, you know that this is a thing that can just happen. Yeah. Why is <laughs> you know why that is magic is real? Why is a frog being a prince so unbelievable to you? Oh, he's a talking frog. Come on. Yeah, yeah. I guess frogs just talk in this universe. I mean, yeah, I they mean, did in Hey Cinderella too. Yeah. 
I guess in every Muppet universe. The, the lines, the lines get, in Muppet movies, the lines get a little fuzzy. Yeah. <gasps> thank you thank you uh but i don't know it's like i can see like if i uh, i don't know it's always just it, it especially for like if you handed me a little frog and we're like if you smooch this this sweet little tree frog's head yeah uh, the the spell will be broken. Fine, I'll give that little frog a smooch. It's cute. You wouldn't even have. He wouldn't even hell. have to ask you. You would probably just do it. Like, oh, oh little frog, you can do a kissy. Yeah, I that or you know what? It's I I know that there are some frogs. Or maybe this is all frogs, but you're not supposed to handle them or like there's something about like touching like humans touching frogs. Yeah, can upset you, their you skin. actually. Yeah, it would actually probably be really bad for the frog. So if that was yeah. the angle, I could understand. <laughs> Maybe someone like, don't put your mouth on a frog. You have a bunch of shit. Your yeah. your your whole mouth situation will injure that frog. <laughs> don't do that. That should be that should be a version of the frog prince where like the frog's trying to get a kiss from from somebody and she's like very like like she's knowledgeable on frogs. She's like, "Oh she's no, like, like I can't." Like, it would it would you, hurt that- can hurt you it would hurt your sensitive skin i'm sorry yeah Uh, you breathe through that you need uh, like that's bad yeah i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) i don't know if frogs carry salmonella maybe that would be another thing it's like you don't know where that frog's been maybe it's maybe it's nasty but like if you cleaned a frog and the frog was like it doesn't matter I can talk and I can tell you I don't it what I'd be I'll be fine. Yeah. I don't know. I'll be fine. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just picturing the frog. Like some fucking sleazy dude at a bar. He's like, oh, I'm clean, baby. It's okay, you can <laughs> No you can give oh, me big no. old smooch. Oh no. No, that's bad now. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I had to. Oh no. Speaking of frogs at bars, um uh-huh. I, during the lunch scene, Kermit happens upon a punch bowl filled with elderflower wine. Oh, Kermit's getting shammered in the background. He gets drunk. At, at least that, a little That is tipsy. a drunk Muppet. Oh, I love it. He does he does like the stereotypical the little drunken hiccup and then he he gets a little belligerent. He like when Melora starts accusing Tamanella of being a witch, he just he's in the background. He goes, "You tell him, kid." It's <laughs> <laughs> very so, good. I like it so much. Oh, and he and he oh. he still has the hiccups in the scene where he rescues Robin from the dungeon. Yeah. Like so presumably that whole that whole thing maybe sobers him up a bit because I don't remember him hiccuping after, but he was no. definitely a, a a little bit of this adventure. Kermit was kind of drunk. <laughs> <laughs> it's very good. Oh, oh. Maybe oh. that's why Disney won't put it on DVD. They're like, we're not going to acknowledge that, <laughs> that the Muppets maybe. were getting fucked up. Getting all you know drunk. what? I so I remember 
For a while, this movie was on YouTube, and I remember it had the Family Channel logo on it, so they must have aired this on the Family Channel at some point. Oh. Um, and somebody recorded it, put it up on YouTube, and I vaguely remember that they edited out the drunk scene. Really? So like, yeah, like Kermit, like, drinking from the punch bowl, and so you see, you I think... If I remember right, I think he still belligerently, drunkenly shouts, but you don't have context for it. I, I wish, I wish that version was still up on YouTube so I could confirm. I, I just, I just have this memory of watching the uh, film and and noticing that that was edited out. That would that would be great if that was the entire reason. <laughs> This could you imagine if they had to put this up on Disney Plus uh, with that that little note about um, uh, like they the, the messaging about like uh, alcohol consumption? Oh my god! Warning, <laughs> warning about it. Oh, uh, I'm actually surprised it's not also on Disney Plus. Yeah, I don't know. I like I assume Disney owns this and Hey Cinderella, but. I don't, like, I don't know. If, if they own it, they're not doing anything with it. Just kind of sad. Come on, yeah. Disney. Disney. I specifically, I I have uh, an empty green DVD case. I forget what was in it originally. <laughs> but I have this one DVD case, and I am saving it in the hopes that one day Disney will release this on DVD. Because if they do, I want to replace the DVD case with the green one. Because the VHS that I had as a kid was Aww. a green VHS case. <laughs> and I need it to be the same. Yeah. That's wonderful. <laughs> Just one day. I'm going to be so fucking ready. <laughs> the moment it drops, you're on it. You're ready. Am, you're there. I am so there. <sighs> I can't wait. I want it so bad. <laughs> God. Oh. Just to be able to see it in such higher quality, I would I would love that so much. There I think there was a laser disc if I remember right. A oh, laser wow. disc of this. Maybe I need to get a laser disc player. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Just for this. I've I have seen laser discs like once in my life. Yeah. And it was like it was at the uh, the animation society in uh, in our hometown, yeah. Because they had a bunch of old stuff on laserdisc, and like, man, laserdiscs were cool as hell, but they're so big. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're so giant. huge. I I can only imagine, um, like the state that some DVDs get. Because I, you know, again, as I mentioned, I go to thrift stores. I like to find weird ass DVDs there, and sometimes these DVDs are beat to shit. I can't imagine oh, yeah. like the tender care that a person would have <laughs> to give to a laser disc to keep that shit pristine. Like, oh, sorry, God. sorry, little Timmy. I guess we can't watch the Frog Prince anymore because you fucking scratched it, you little turd. <laughs> oh man yeah you'd have to be so careful yeah oh I just well. noticed I just noticed because I have once again been of course playing it in the background while I watched 
and when Sweetums destroys the the his place, his yes. little room, he falls backwards through a wall, and you see the bottoms of his feet. Yeah, and I was like, "That's a weird little pattern that he has on the." Oh, that's the sole of the shoe. <laughs> that's that's the person's shoe. I'll have to look. I was for like, that that's next a weird time. little. That's a weird little pattern they have on the bottom of his feet. That's strange. Oh yeah. wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's oh, awesome. Very good. Oh. Yeah, I think I I mean, this was a delight. Thank you, Christy. I'm glad we Aww. I'm glad I got to watch this one. I'm so glad we got to as well. Oh, I love this. I love it so much. Everyone go check this out and like, I don't know, yeah. everyone go like tweet at Disney. Go fr- go release <laughs> release the Frog Prince. Release um, the Frog Prince. Come on, just do it, Disney. <laughs> Oh, that'd be so awesome. But yes, please go check this out. It is so, it's so cute. It's adorable. I love Robin. Sweetums is great. It's just, it's, it's so fun to see these early Jim Henson things. And I think this is, well, this is a solid one that even though it's, it's pretty freaking old at this point. Holy shit. It's 50 years old. God. Oh, Um, wow. Yeah. 50 over 50 years old even it's still well worth a watch so please go get yeah it it's still a delightful little watch mm-hmm. <sighs> but i think with that this episode draws to a close uh so if you want to see clips from this and other movies we have profiled you could visit us on twitter at bad princess mov if you would like to send us an email or a suggestion of movies to watch you could email us at badprincessmovies at gmail.com. And we also have the catalog of Bad Princess Movies that you could read through and find at badprincessmovies.com. Thanks for joining us, everybody. And uh, I, I look forward to or dread whatever comes next in in Prince Month. Yeah, now I'm at... Depending now on I, what... Hmm. Uh, hmm. Hmm. I don't know. I guess it's a mystery to me as well. Now I'm torn. <laughs> I'm very torn because it would be nice to continue the selfish indulgent of actually good movies on this podcast. <laughs> but maybe we should be getting back to our true form of discussing weird, <laughs> <laughs> weird fucking movies. Well, we shall see. We shall see. We'll see you next time. Yeah. Bye. But have a good one. Bye. Bye. (laughs) I could see. I could see the Sir Robin the Brave song again. Do it. Uh, my tail is sad, but I will try to tell it all before I cry. Just long ago and far away, I'm cold and cheerless winter's day. I did my search for days to do to show my bravery through and through. I chest upon a forest glen, and there I met an ogre. Oh god, this is gonna go on for too long. <laughs> See, through long, I feared to tell with must destroy Oh my god! <laughs> he looked at me and wished me dead. I looked at him, and then I said, They call me Sir Robin the Brave, and history wonderful brave. <laughs> I found it to Terry, a noble, a fairy, courageous, and gallant, a mountain of talent.
<laughs> no wonder they curse you and wave. I rub it, sir, the brave. Amazing. Oh, do, I, do I keep going? I'll fade out. I'll fade out to fade the out. real song. Fade out to the real fade song. Out. <laughs> Resorted head in a circled room. History one day will rave. You're valiant and daring and noble and bearing. But wait till I'm through, sir. A prince or not you, sir. I'll make you a stone or a log. Or maybe so 